Okay, so last week we talked about point of view and the different kinds of point of view and how to recognize them and kind of all the ins and outs of how to write a book from different points of view, right? Well, today, as I told you, I'm going to kind of do a part two to this discussion and we're going to talk about choosing which point of view is right for your story. Stay tuned. Hi there, aspiring fiction author. Welcome to Fiction Author Business School. Do you want to write your stories with ease and confidence? Do you find yourself Googling how to write a fiction book or how to write a character arc? Do you want to create a fiction empire, but you can't even finish the story you're currently working on and you find yourself doubting it will even be good enough? Hi, I'm Liesl. I too have been writing stories since I was just a kid. I wanted to do something about my fiction writing dreams, but got information overload every time I looked for writing help because there's just so much out there on the internet. I wanted confidence that I wouldn't disappoint my readers and a plan to publish regularly. I knew the foundation of any author career, including the marketing aspect, is a stellar and well-written story, but I didn't know how to be sure that my story was solid. I went on a journey to figure out what really makes readers tick and how to incorporate those addictive elements into my story. In this podcast, you'll find specific tactical fiction writing tips, solutions to writing more words more efficiently, and secrets to mastering your author mindset. So put on your fuzzy slippers, grab a notebook and pen and some chocolate, and let's write some fiction. Okay, so how do you know which point of view is right for you? First of all, I'm gonna get up on my soapbox just a little bit today and say that most people, for some reason, most authors in the author community, the ones who are really vocal about it, tend to say that first person is best. And I'm gonna disagree with that. Now, it might be best for the thoughts and feelings of the particular POV character, but when people attempt to articulate this, they usually do it incorrectly. They just go around saying that first person is best. And just like anything, that's not true across the board. Now, I will give you a little disclaimer and say that I like third person limited better than first person. Okay, that's what I generally write in. So this is definitely part of my own preference, and I'll tell you that up front. But it's also incorrect to say that any given POV is better across the board. Okay, I mean that objectively. I mean, it would it would be incorrect for me to tell you that third person is better across the board. It may be better for me, better for my story, but we really do need to look at point of view objectively and decide which is best for us. Now, first person does immerse you in the POV character's mind and feelings and experiences, okay? So you definitely get a more immersive experience where that character is concerned. Okay, that's definitely true. However, on the flip side, the first person limits you to the experiences of that one character. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is why I prefer third person. My contention is that while first person gives you a more immersive experience for just that one character, third person gives you a more immersive experience for the entire world you've built, okay? So it just really depends on the kind of story that you're telling. And it's something that not very many authors really think about. They go, hmm, I like first person, I'm gonna go with that. And again, that's fine if that's really what is best for your story, but really consider which one would be better. And don't be afraid to write in a point of view that you've never written in before. Now, like I said, I prefer third person because of the type of stories that I write, but I have written in first person before. Um, And, you know, it's a good exercise to at least try it out, see how you do, and see if it's something that would serve your story or if, you know, maybe it's actually hamstringing you a little bit. So, 
don't let anyone tell you <laughs> that first person is better at conveying emotion. Again, most people tend to think that and say that because you're in the head of one character and you get more of their emotion. But I cannot disagree with that more strongly than I do, okay? Third person can give you just as much emotion, just as much of an immersive experience as first person can. And, well, think about it this way. Are all stories that are written in first person POV perfectly written when it comes to emotion? No, of course not. <laughs> as with all things, there's a continuum. Some of them are very, very well written, right? And they're wonderful to read. Others are extremely poorly written. And that is also true of the third person, okay? It's very possible to draw out a great deal of emotion using the third person, and it's very possible to not have any at all. It's just gonna depend on the skill. So this is gonna sound a little harsh, but it's real talk, guys. I get really annoyed when people try to cram absolutes down everybody's throats, especially in the writing community. And the especially is probably just because I am a writer, so I have a lot invested in it, right? Um, an absolute, an example of an absolute would be first person is better across the board. And the truth is people who say things like that, authors who say things like that, like they say that one POV is the best, the one that they use, and the one they dislike is less effective at conveying emotions. People who say that, they don't they simply don't have any skill in writing that other point of view. Okay? So again, people that bash third person, they just don't know how to write third person. And vice versa, people who bash first person just don't know how to write first person. And that is why <laughs> I get really annoyed when people start saying stuff like that, okay? Again, neither point of view is bad. If you like one better and you prefer it even in reading, then naturally you're gonna to gravitate toward that in your writing and you might be better at writing it and that's perfectly okay. You do you, right? But it annoys me when people say one is better across the board and every author should be using the one that they prefer and any author who doesn't clearly doesn't know what they're doing, okay? <laughs> Please don't be that close-minded about other people's writing. Anyway, I'll get off my soapbox now. I will say that I tend to write ensemble cast of characters that explore the worlds I create for them in different ways. So I feel like I give my readers a more rounded experience by allowing them to experience the story through more than one personality and through more than one character's thoughts and experiences of it. But that's me, okay? I can tell you that the story I'm currently working on would not remotely work as a first person POV. It would be terrible. It would be so stifling for me to, to write it like that. And the reader just wouldn't get the experience of it that they will because I'm writing in third. But again, that's me, that's my personal story. You have to figure out what's best for you and your story, all right? So grab a pen and paper. I'm going to give you some questions to ask and to explore in order to figure out which point of view will be best to write your story in, okay? Got your pen and paper? All right, so number one, ask yourself this. Can you tell your story through the thoughts, feelings, and experiences of just one character? Will that work best for you and your story, or will that stifle you and your story? Um, I've noticed that first person is often used, especially in romance, because the author wants the love interest to be mysterious and intriguing, so they don't want to show the reader that character's thoughts and feelings and inner self. They just want the reader to experience it through the point of view character and nothing else, because that feels like a more authentic experience of a romance. And if that's the kind of story you're telling, that's fine. Go with first person. Question number two, which point of view do you prefer? And I mean both in reading and in writing, okay? 
whatever you prefer reading in is probably the point of view you'll prefer writing in. And as I discussed already, you'll probably naturally be more skilled at that point of view anyway because you read it all the time. You know, you'll probably naturally come up with stories that are best written in that point of view. So please don't discount your own preferences because of what other people say is the best way to write, okay? Do what feels best for you and your story. And as I said before, I think it's a good um, exercise to write in a point of view that you are less comfortable with, but that doesn't mean that it has to be more than an exercise. You know, you have to decide what's best for you. Finally, as we talked about last week, consistency, consistency, consistency. Whatever point of view you choose to write in, just make sure it's consistent throughout your story. Don't be slipping in and out of point of views and head hopping and confusing the crap out of your readers. Remember what I said before, if you're gonna change point of views, such as in first person, just do a a scene or a chapter break, okay? It's an unconscious signal to the reader and it helps them process your story much better. If you have no idea what I'm talking about there, go back and watch the pre- or listen to the previous uh, podcast because I talk all about this, how to do this, what to do, and what not to do when it comes to you know being consistent with your point of view. So there's just one more thing that I want to mention before I wrap up today. It's going to be kind of a quick episode. It's a major pitfall that I see today in the writing industry, and that is writing multiple first person point of views. Now I have gotten up on my soapbox about this before, but I still see it happening and it's kind of difficult. Okay. So what, what this is, is it's sort of a hybrid model between first and third person. You do have multiple characters points of view, which you would think would make it a third person, but it's actually not. Every single character point of view is written in the first person. Now, I'm going to give a disclaimer that there are plenty of authors who do this and have successful stories, successful books, successful series. Um, So this is at least partly my preference. However, I've read a lot of these, you know, the ones that are written in multiple first person points of view. And here is my major issue with it. I talked last week And again, you can go listen to that episode if you haven't yet, about how there are naturally some ways that we are going to pull our readers out of the story. I mean, sometimes it's just unavoidable. Anytime there is a chapter break, anytime there is a scene break, naturally that ends, you know, the part of the story we were just describing, and then we move to a different part. So that naturally pulls the reader out of the story because they're no longer immersed in the world. They kind of take a breath and go, okay, what's next, you know? So there are times that we really can't help but pull the reader out of the story. But the idea is to minimize that, to make it as seamless as possible. And that is very possible to do. You can do the scene break or the chapter break so well, so smoothly, you know, maybe throwing in a cliffhanger in there too, that the reader doesn't even blink, you know, even though it's a signal in their brain that something has just changed and we're moving to a different location or time or character point of view, they just jump over that break and just keep reading. Okay. And that is what we're trying to do. Um, The multiple first person idea it just is very, very jarring for the reader's brain, okay? Because as I just said, we wanna make those transitions because they are necessary, but we still wanna make them as smooth as possible. And when you are giving them the transition anyway to a new chapter or a new scene, and then on top of that, it's a first person, but it's a different character. I'm not even talking about 
something conscious that's going on on the part of the reader. I mean, subconsciously in their brain, that is difficult for their brain to process, okay? A lot more difficult than if it were third person or just one continuous first person, okay? So you gotta understand that we live in a world where individuals or you know, the person that says I is just one person. We don't live in a world where multiple personalities are the norm and we don't live in a collective mind. I should know, I write about the hive minds in my dystopian series, right? So you can argue, yeah, but if I do a chapter or scene break, that tells the reader it's changing and how is that different than doing third person, you know, doing the same thing, changing to a different character's POV. Well, you do have a point there, but I would argue that it is at least somewhat different. The concept is the same, but again, it just comes down to the amount of work we're asking our readers' brains to do. With the first person, they expect it to only be one character using that POV because the person is saying I. Whereas with third person, it changes pretty consistently throughout the book to a new character and they expect that change, okay? So to me, using multiple first-person point of views is the epitome of being inconsistent with your point of view. It makes the reader do too much work to figure out the story, and I just prefer my readers to have a more seamless experience than that. But again, that doesn't mean that you can't do it or that you can't be successful at it. I'm just gonna give you a warning that if you're going to do that, it is going to jar the reader a lot more than using third-person or just one first person point of view, okay? So basically, if you're going to do that, and it is completely up to you, use multiple first person point of views, all the other aspects of your writing and story had better be stellar, okay? If you're gonna make them do the work it takes their brains to process multiple first person points of view, everything else had better hook them and hold them tightly within the story. Otherwise, it just becomes too much for that reader's brain, and they'll put the book down. Now, I've already said several times that there are people who do this and are very successful at it, and this is why, because all the other elements of their story make up for the fact that they're making the reader do that work, and so the reader still loves the story and stays in the story, and that's great. You know, if you can do that, go for it. But you just have to understand that you're really fighting an uphill battle if you're going to use multiple first-person points of view, and you may want to wait to do it until you're a skilled enough writer to pull it off. You know, I see, I see, I see this a lot with new writers, and the simple truth is that they're not pulling it off very well. <laughs> so it's just something that I'm going to caution you about, okay? I don't particularly like reading multiple first-person points of view. First person is fine, but multiple, it just, I don't love it, you know? And I don't think most readers do either, though if they love an author, they will definitely stay with them because they love that author and their stories. So again, it's just something you gotta decide for yourself. The other super important thing that I haven't even touched on yet is and it's really a whole different discussion, is character voice. I've read plenty of multiple first-person point of view stories, man, that's a mouthful, isn't it? Um, where every character voice sounds exactly the same. And I don't mean to be harsh, again, but most people I see trying to do the multiple first-person point of view thing are relatively new authors who just haven't developed the skill set yet to differentiate character voices, okay? So again, if you're going to do the multiple first-person POV thing, you need to make sure that your character voices are all very, very different and you have a stellar way of writing them so that when we switch the point of view to a different character, you don't even have to tell the audience who that character is. They will just know by the character voice, okay? You have to have the skill to do that or again, you're gonna lose your reader trying to do the multiple first-person, okay? Um, it just, 
again, it just makes it much harder for the reader because the characters and the voices blur together if you don't have that voice differentiation. And of course, that makes it harder for them to get into the story and to stay there. And that is exactly what we don't want, right? We want them to have a very immersive and seamless experience. And to me, the multiple first person point of view thing just makes it really clunky. So again, um, is this my personal preference? Yes, it totally is. But I do also have some scientific, if you want to call it that, reasoning behind it, okay? And it, just everything that I've already said, you're making the reader do more work, and we all know that the more work the reader has to do to figure out the story, the less likely they are to finish it. So you're just making it a little bit harder for yourself to keep the reader in the story and to sell books. So that's why I'm cautioning you against it. It's just a pitfall. Doesn't mean that you can't navigate it. Doesn't mean you can't be successful with it, but just be really, really careful with something like that. Ultimately, what point of view you use to tell your story, which one is best for telling your story is entirely up to you. And you gotta do what feels right for you and for your characters and for the story you're trying to tell. So let's recap those questions and, and remember how to figure this out. Number one, is it possible to tell your story through the thoughts, feelings, and experiences of just one character? If it is, and that's what works best for you, then use first person. If you need to be jumping all over the place, all over the world you've built, and you need different characters and different times and different places to do that, first person is probably not gonna work for you. You're gonna wanna go with third, okay? There's a reason that most uh, epic fantasy is written in third, and that's because they tend to have a lot of characters in a lot of places at the same time, okay? So first person just wouldn't work for that particular type of story. Question number two, which point of view do you prefer? And this is both, do you prefer to write in and do you prefer to read in? Because whichever one you prefer to read in is probably the one that naturally you're gonna feel most comfortable writing and that naturally you're gonna have the most skill writing. And you should never ever discount your preference for the point of view. If the only thing you've ever read is multiple first person points of view and you love that and you want to write in that, then do that, okay? Your preference and your skill set is probably the most important consideration here, but it's the thing that people take into account the least. And finally, whichever point of view you choose, just make sure and be consistent. 100% consistent throughout. And again, go back and listen to last week's episode if you want more pointers on that, okay? So that's what I have for you today. Go out and nail your point of view this week. I think I said that last week too, but you know, nail which one is best for your story. Ask yourself this question, these questions, journal on it. You know, Do a little bit of free writing and decide which is best. What experiences have you had with different points of view? What are your favorite books to read and what point of view are they written on? You know, Really do a deep dive into this. Do some research and figure out what works for your book, all right? Beyond that, everybody have a wonderful week of writing. If you want to send me a question or a review on SpeakPipe, go to speakpipe.com forward slash the prolific author. I would love to hear from you. And also remember, if you haven't picked it up yet, to grab my free PDF about the five steps to planning the beginning, middle, and end of your fiction story. You can find that at bit.ly forward slash finish your story. All right, everybody run out there and write the most amazing stories. I cannot wait to see what your big, beautiful brains come up with. And I will see you next week. Same time, same place. Bye. Thanks so much for listening today. Before you go, would you be willing to do me a solid? If you found any value at all in this episode today, would you be willing to share it with other authors just like you in the hopes that they might find some value in it as well? Happy story crafting this week. Remember, only you can bring the world the unique story that you are trying to tell. Only you can succeed in your own unique way in getting it out of your mind and your heart and into a medium where it can reach thousands if not millions of salivating readers. 
You don't have to worry about failure because there is always a market for awesome.